What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Against the Flow. This is the 17th episode of the podcast, and um, the state of the world right now is in panic, and it is, you know, pretty scary what's going on with the whole coronavirus. So before I start the podcast, I just want to, you know, I just want to hope that everyone is safe, you know, washing their hands, practicing good hygiene, taking precautionary measures to keep them and everyone around them and their loved ones safe. Hopefully this will pass over soon. So then, you know, everything can go back to normal, uh, going back to the way it is. But for now, the only thing we can do is just do what we can, um, take matters into our own hands by, um, again, practicing good hygiene, washing our hands and taking care of ourselves and those around us. So in today's episode of Against the Flow, I want to talk about something that has been on my mind um, aside from the whole coronavirus, but um, that is a few things I learned as a music producer. Um, this list can be really long, but I'm just gonna limit it to five things I learned as a music producer. So everything you hear on this episode is from me and it's through personal experience. So that's all I have to say for right now. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave a comment, a rating, a review. I would love to see your thoughts. And um, I'm doing this thing where um, I want to shout out anybody who comments on it, um, on the podcast, read out their review, read what they have to say about this podcast, and uh, just give you like a little shout out. So make sure you do that and I'll shout you out. So. Without further ado, let's get into another episode of Against the Flow. Alright, so welcome back to episode 17 of Against the Flow podcast. And today's topic is five things I've learned as a music producer. So if you don't really know much about me, I've been producing for about three years, three and a half years. Just kind of ballparking it. And um, one of the things that I learned that's guided me through the whole journey so far is self-belief. Self-belief really goes a long way. I believe having a solid support system is great. You know, you have those encouraging you and those that support you throughout your journey, but I feel like it all starts with you. And even if you don't have a great support system, it still starts with you. Self-belief is one of the most important things I've learned to develop because when it comes to my music and my content and my brand and you know whatever I'm doing you have to believe in it because one of the things I realized is if you don't believe in yourself and have self-confidence in what you put out it's pretty redundant to expect other people to feel the same way if you don't believe in it yourself so having self-belief is very very powerful and that's one of the things that has grounded me and that's been guiding me the whole journey. I honestly would have stopped doing music if I didn't believe in myself. And it's something that I had to develop along the way because when I first started, there were a lot of doubters and a lot of people telling me no. And after hearing it so much, you kind of believe it to be true. You kind of think that you're not set out to do it or, you know, your music isn't great or what you're doing is a waste of time. And after a lot of self-reflection and a lot of you know, motivational podcasts and podcasts that helps me grow. Self-belief is one of the things that I developed and has grounded me ever since. And, you know, just a quick reminder, even when everyone around you doubts you, I realize that that's out of my control. Whether they believe in you or not, that is out of my control. But the one thing that you still have control over is belief 
in yourself. And I think that's super important because having that belief in yourself really sets like a foundation for you to start becoming successful. And that's one of the things that I firmly, firmly believe because that's what's helped me and it still stands true to this day. So number two, the second thing I've learned as a music producer is being patient. This is an industry for those who are in it for the long run. I don't think there are any shortcuts. Um, it will require a ton of work, but there are ways that you can you know, skip that learning curve. Me personally, I self-taught everything through YouTube, through the internet and, you know, watching tutorials and all that stuff. But if you have money, then you can invest in a course or invest in a mentor. And, you know, you can kind of skip that learning curve there. Whichever way you approach it, I feel like you still have to put in the work yourself because you can have a mentor watching over you. You can have these classmates or um, your peers among you um, tell you one thing or tell you another, but to actually sit down, open your DAW and create, it's all depending on you. You have to put in the work yourself. Building a brand around your music to have a stable music career, it's going to take a long time. It's a long-term investment. And for me, I feel like those who seek short-term gains might win in the short term. You know, in the long run, I feel like they burn out a lot faster. Whereas if you were to build a brand and you're building a force that's to be reckoned with. You know, just imagine if Steven Cymatics, Drew Cymatics, or Kyle Beats, or L. Dre, or anybody in the producer community that is striving right now, if everything were to be taken away from them, that name and that brand will stick with them. It's going to stick with them because they built it from ground zero and, you know, taking the knowledge and information that they learned from building that brand they can build another brand um, and another and another and it's just a repeating cycle. So building a brand, it's for long term. Being patient is hard nowadays because a lot of people post about their successes and it's easy to get caught in comparing yourself to others, but you just gotta be patient, but at the same time, be relentless. You know, um, one of the things that helped me is once I start seeing everything long term, asking myself, would my future self be proud of what I'm doing today. It seems like it's a long time from now and it doesn't seem like it is much, but with patience and relentlessness and just keeping your head down and putting in the work day by day, little by little, it will all add up to the bigger picture. And that's what I firmly believe. So moving on to the third thing I learned as a music producer, number three, having a clear vision of your brand makes things a lot easier because having a clear vision of what you want, it gives your music, your content, your visuals, whatever it is that you're doing, it gives a sense of direction. Um, and direction, I mean, you know what kind of content you want to put out. You know what kind of music you want to put out. You know what kind of visuals you want to go with the brand. And for me, it just makes everything a lot easier because then you have that foundation and you can build upon it. Another thing about having a clear vision and mission is it makes it relatable to your audience and to your followers. I believe that it incites impact. Having relatable music, relatable visuals, and um, a relatable brand really makes your audience connect with you more. And I feel like having that, it creates a sense of trust and it just makes it easier for you to build your brand. This is kind of left field, but having a vision of what you want and what you don't want, it filters out who you surround yourself with. Um, this is not really 
related to music production per se, but it's more related to life. But this is one of the things I learned, so I'm just gonna include it, but it filters out who you surround yourself with. You know, being in this space, it is like building a business. It is like being an entrepreneur. Um, what I like to think of it is, um, you are a music entrepreneur and it requires being around the right people. And if you can't be around that with the right people locally, then connecting with others online really helps. I've built a, I wouldn't say a massive network, but I feel like I built a pretty good network online, just reaching out to other producers, other artists, getting to know them, building that relationship and just having them comment on your work, support your work, and you doing vice versa, it just makes you feel better. And just being surrounded by those who are geeking out about the same things that you are like. Ever since I started surrounding myself with other producers, other artists, it's really fun talking to them about music. And I feel like around here, I can't really geek out about music without feeling some type of way. But uh, my producer friends, I feel like I can geek out about music for hours and days without feeling like I'm exhausting them. So that's another thing that I learned as a music producer. And that brings me to the fourth thing I learned as a music producer. Number four is one good track stems from tons and tons of bad tracks. There will be times where you will produce a bad beat or a bad track. And three years in, I still am producing horrible trash stuff. I feel like my techniques and my skills has improved over the years for sure, but that doesn't mean I don't make bad music because there will always, always be time when you produce a bad track or a bad beat. I don't believe in every single beat or track that you make has to be a banger. And once you believe that, once you believe that you're allowed to create bad music, it takes the pressure off of you. I remember when I first started, I felt pressure to make everything sound good all the time. And once I figured that making bad music is part of the process. It allows you to learn and create good music. And again, it just takes the pressure off of you. You feel like you don't have to make everything good all the time and that's perfectly okay. You don't have to show it to the world. Which brings me to my next point and this is a tip that I personally use and personally practice. If you make a bad track or a bad beat and you don't like it, you wanna scrap it, you just wanna erase, delete the whole file off your hard drive and never see it again, one of the things that I advise is go through that beat or that track one more time and select the, the little things that you like about it, whether it's a one-shot effect or whether it's a, like a guitar riff or um, piano chords or whatever it is that you think you may like, save it for later. That's super important because that idea or that inspiration came from somewhere and it encouraged you to make the beat or make the track, start it. and it stemmed from somewhere. So there has to be something, at least a few things that you like from the whole project. So I advise to kind of look through it and pick out some of the things that you like and save it for later because there are a lot of times where I revisit an idea when I have writer's block and it's an old idea that I scrapped. It's an old idea that I, you know, where I threw the whole project away, but I kept that idea. And then it turned out to something great. You know, you can revisit it a week later, a month later, a year later, and you just listen to that same idea with a new set of ears and it changes your perspective. And so that's one of the things that I've been doing. And once in a while, I just open up all my old projects, I go through it and I just kind of 
kind of do like a clean out of my hard drive and I do listen to some of the things I like and I save it and I just delete the rest of the project. So that's it for that tip. Um, lastly, number five, the fifth thing I learned as a music producer is that you can never stop learning production. There's always going to be tips, tricks, techniques that you aren't aware of. And even now I'm still learning. Three years, three and a half years in and I'm still learning every day. You know, sometimes I still go back to watch very basic tutorial how to use an EQ, how to compress, because I believe watching a video once doesn't really stick with you. So, you know, revisiting that tutorial, it's always refreshing because I believe if you watch it once, there may be something that you missed. It's like watching a movie. You know, you watch it the first time, you're super interested in it and you like the movie for what it is. But the second time around, you might catch something that you missed the first time. And that's how I see learning the basics. You watch a ton of tutorials when you first started out, but it doesn't hurt to revisit the same tutorial. I still do it to this day when I'm not super busy creating content and doing other stuff. You know, just on downtime, watch the same tutorials, learn how to EQ properly or learn how to EQ again or learn how to compress properly or just relearning new things or relearning old things. It doesn't hurt you to kind of dust off some old skills for you to implement on this new track you're working on. It may make a huge difference on your production. And moving on to the next point when I say never stop learning production, there's an infinite amount of things that you can learn in regards to mixing, mastering, sound design, and so much more. There's a lot of things that you can do that you probably don't know that you can do until you actually do it. And honestly, everything that I've listed so far is a great way to grow as a producer because everything I've listed has helped me grow a lot. So those are the five things I've learned as a producer. Um, and honestly, if I weren't a producer and I was still sticking to what I was doing before, uh, which is going to med school, I don't think I would have learned these skills and taken it as seriously because I would just be stuck in my own bubble and not really be outside my comfort zone. All of these things that I've listed, it did not happen overnight. And it was super, super challenging to even develop these skills. And I just wanna let you know that these skills can be developed. I developed it and you can too. You know, just growing as a producer and just as a person in general is super challenging and it takes a lot of work. So none of this is overnight, but you know, learning these skills really helped me grow. It's helped me with my brand, my production, my content, and with everything that I'm doing now, it's helped me exponentially and learning these skills can really help you as well. So just to recap some of the things that I mentioned today that I've learned as a music producer, number one, self-belief goes a long way and it all comes down to you. Number two, being patient. This is all for the long run. There are no shortcuts. There are no short-term wins. Even though they exist, they won't help you in the long run. Number three, having a clear vision of your brand and what you want. It gives it a sense of direction and it makes your content and your visual a lot easier to make. Number four, one good track stems from tons and tons of bad tracks. You have to create bad music in order to create good music. And lastly, number five, you can never stop learning production. There will always be tips, tricks, and techniques that you are not aware of. So make sure you are always learning and always growing. So that wraps up today's podcast episode. I really hope that you take these into account because learning these things will definitely 
help you grow as a producer and just grow as a person. So again, thank you for listening to today's episode and I just want to leave you with one last reminder. Today is your day only if you make it. Have a great rest of your day.